Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in the month Nisan, in the twentieth year of Artaxerxes the king, when wine was before him, that I took up the wine and gave it unto the king. Now I had not been before time sad in his presence. This is Nehemiah talking. He was a cupbearer to King Artaxerxes, so it was probably his job to taste the wine before it was given to the king, to make sure that it wasn't poison, and also to serve it to him. But he was a Israelite who had been taken captive into Persia, just like Queen Esther was. 2. And the king said unto me, Why is thy countenance sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid. The king realized that Nehemiah was really sad, because he knew him well enough to understand that. 3. And I said unto the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad, when the city, the place of my father's sepulchres, lieth waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire? Nehemiah was afraid that the king might be offended by what he had to say, but he answered the king truthfully and said, The reason I'm sad is because the pagans in Jerusalem are destroying the temple that was in the process of being built. They set the temple to fire. 4. Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. King Artaxerxes was the stepson of Queen Esther, and he must have really liked Nehemiah a lot, just as Daniel was favored in Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. King Artaxerxes asked Nehemiah, What do you want? I'll do whatever you want. And then Nehemiah prayed to the Lord. Remember, our faith is not in man. No matter how nice people are to us, we don't put our faith in people. We put our faith in God. We ask God for our needs to be met, and then he will use those people to work his will. 5. And I said unto the king, If it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldst send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchres, that I may build. Nehemiah is asking King Artaxerxes, Please send me to Jerusalem so that I can help build the temple. This would mean that Nehemiah wouldn't be able to be the king's cupbearer anymore, so it would be a loss to the king. 6. And the king said unto me, The queen also sitting by him, For how long shall thy journey be, and when wilt thou return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time. I don't believe this queen they're talking about would be Queen Esther. It would probably be the wife of Artaxerxes. But both of them must have really liked Nehemiah because both of them wanted to know when he could come back. 7. Moreover, I said unto the king, If it please the king, let letters be given me to the governors beyond the river, that they may let me pass through till I come unto Judah. He'll need letters of introduction that allow him to travel freely and not be harassed because he's a Jew. 8. And a letter unto Asaph the keeper of the king's park, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the castle which appertaineth to the house. The castle that appertaineth to the house might be the old palace that was next to the temple, or it could have been another castle that was built near the temple and for the wall of the city, and for the house that I shall enter into. And the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Nehemiah had asked that one of the letters allow him to take timber from one of the king's personal forests, 
and to use that timber not only to build himself a shelter, but also to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and to rebuild the castle near the temple. 9. Then I came to the governors beyond the river and gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent me with captains of the army and horsemen. The king was pretty awesome to send Nehemiah with captains and horsemen to protect him. 10. And when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant the Ammonite heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly, for that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. These two pagans are really upset because they were happy that the other pagans had burned the progress that was being made in the temple. So they're upset now that somebody is going to look after the temple and get the building continuing. 11. So I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. 12. And I arose in the night, I and some few men with me, neither told I any man what my God put into my heart to do for Jerusalem. Neither was there any beast with me, save the beast that I rode upon. Nehemiah just had the one donkey, maybe it was a horse, I'm not sure, that he was riding. 13. And I went out by night by the valley gate, even toward the dragon's well, and to the dung gate, and viewed the walls of Jerusalem, which were broken down, and the gates thereof were consumed with fire. For some reason, Nehemiah didn't want anybody to know what his purpose was at this point, so he went out in secret in the nighttime to look at the damage that had been done to ascertain what it would take to fix everything. The dragon's well I don't know why it was named the dragon's well. There's probably some reason. But dragons are mentioned in the Bible. And when we get to the book of Job, we'll read a big passage about dragons in the book of Job. They were real creatures who really did exist. And in my personal opinion, what scientists call dinosaurs today, a lot of those were what the Bible calls dragons. 14. Then I went on to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but there was no place for the beast that was under me to pass. When he went to the fountain gate and the king's pool, it must have been that it was so rugged there and so torn up that his donkey couldn't cross that area. 15. Then went I up in the night in the valley, and viewed the wall, and I turned back, and entered by the valley gate, and so returned. Nehemiah is explaining all the angles that he looked at to see what had gone on in Jerusalem, what damage was done, and what repairs needed to make. And I assume the reason he only took the donkey under him was so that he wouldn't attract a lot of attention, and nobody would know that he was out there. 16. And the rulers knew not whither I went or what I did, neither had I as yet told it to the Jews, nor to the priests, nor to the nobles, nor to the rulers, nor to the rest that did the work. 17. Then said I unto them, Ye see the evil case that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. Now he still hasn't told them that he was sent by the king. Maybe it's because he wants to test them and see how much faith and how much zeal and courage they have. 18. And I told them of the hand of my God which was good upon me, as also of the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work. Now at this point they do know that he was sent by the king. It may have bolstered their courage to 
come in agreement with him first that they did want his help in building before they realized that the king was backing him up. 19. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant the Ammonite and Jeshem the Arabian heard it, they laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, What is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? So they evidently don't know about Nehemiah's letters that were given to him by King Artaxerxes. These three pagans, Sanballat, Tobiah, and Geshem, are all assuming that King Artaxerxes doesn't know that Nehemiah is even there. 20. Then I answered them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore we his servants will arise and build, but ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. And again, the pagans are being told for the second time that it isn't their place to rebuild the temple. They need to keep their hands out of it. Nehemiah has taken authority over the pagans in the name of God, not in the name of Artaxerxes, because remember, it's God who he has his faith in, not man. And that concludes Nehemiah chapter 2.